Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe, positive radio to feed your soul. Your dynamic host and founder, Sue Lundquist, will bring you her own intuitive talents and gifts for co-creating, healing, and teaching. Her show, The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul, is focused on bringing you to a higher place each week where you can leave the hustle of life at the door. So pull up a chair and join us for The Gratitude Cafe, Positive Radio to Feed Your Soul. Long intro there. Good morning. We've got we got lots of things happening. We got Park City. We got a little bit of Nashville. We got songwriting. We got Discovery. Jam-packed house. Jam-packed house. We got so much going on. So the month. Hi. Well, wait a minute. Let me. I got to slow down. Benny. Good morning, love. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Well. Pacific Northwest. It's beautiful outside, yep, my yep, love. Yep. It is absolutely gorgeous. It is September. And the official start to school. Oh. For everyone. Like everyone starts today. Like everyone. Mm-hmm. Well, Pretty wait much. a minute. Woodenville, I think they start. Okay, so Matt, one district. My All bad. Alrighty, my bad. North Shore School District. All right, anyways. Well, welcome, you guys. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> welcome, you guys. Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. So um, I was alluding a minute ago, September for me is like discovery. Self-discovery, what are you discovering? Are you climbing the hill, the hill of initiation, discovering yourself? All of that. So all of September, because it is, it's like learning, Benny. We're Mm -hmm. kind of going Mm -hmm. into that discovery mode in September, and the weather's changing, the colors are changing, everything's happening. So today we have actually quite a few guests coming on today, and we're going to talk about discovery and and their process on uh, their passion with music and songwriting And this, honestly, audience, um, this is new to me, and I'm really, really excited and passionate, and I want to inspire all of you. So this is going to be kind of a new twist to what I normally do, but these these folks, they've got incredible, great stories, and I really think you're going to be inspired, and you're going to learn a lot from them, because I know I've talked to the audience, and there's lots of people out there In fact, I had a gal that actually wrote me a song, and we've had two other singers. Remember a few years ago, we had the two other singers that came on, too. So I'm very passionate about music. I'm still learning, and the stories behind it and the inspiration is so beautiful, and I'm so excited to bring these beautiful people on today. We are going to be talking about the Park City Songwriters Festival. It's in Park City, but I wanted to bring them on here in the Pacific Northwest because we have an international following. And P.S. for you guys listening, we are going to be offering two tickets to the event in Park City. Let me articulate that because there's a massive disclaimer. Benny's like, make sure you communicate that. Right, Benny? He's like, yeah, this is not flights there. This is purely if you're in Park City, you're going to be going to the festival. Yeah, if you're already kicking it there or if you want to make a separate trip for yourselves, we'll get you in the doors. We'll get you in the doors. Yes, actually the founders, they're giving um, the tickets. It's festival tickets. It's a value. There's two of them over, you know, $300 value. It's going to be pretty incredible. 
All right. So before I bring these beautiful people on, um, of course, this is the Gratitude Cafe. New perspective, new thoughts, new ideas, a new you. This is the month of discovery. I want to remind all of you as well that I have the template for your transformation and the Essence of You program. We do it online and we also are doing workshops via Zoom, all of that. Now, listen, if you're shedding old beliefs, fears, some relationships and those experiences attached to those old habits and you need some really good practical tools for self-regulating to sustain your self-love and self-care, that's exactly what you're going to get. You're going to get with me that for the online or the one-on-one coaching that I offer as well. And it literally is. It helps you go from craziness to clarity. And it is your new template for transformation. And it's growing leaps and bounds. And I am so passionate about helping you to shed those old beliefs and fears and to give you real life practical tools that I use, that my clients use and have made explosive transformation in their life, like 10 times the money that they're making, new relationships. So if that sounds good to you, I suggest joining the craziness to clarity. You can get that at www.sulunquist.com, C and the number two and C. All right. So without further ado, like I said, we are in self-discovery. We have, I think, do we have two or three? How many I people? I are all here. <clears throat> are we all here? Yeah. I got to hear everybody. Who's all here with me today? <laughs> There's hey, Ben and Aaron. Aaron and Carla. Yeah. Are we all here? Ben and Aaron are on, yeah. Ben and Aaron. Hello, Ben. You got to raise your Good hand morning. so we know your voice, love. <laughs> this is Ben Anderson. I have a little bit of a Tennessee twang and uh, which has been molded by living all over the country and now I live in Park City, Utah. So um, this is the voice you're going to get when you hear Ben Anderson. Nice. <laughs> nice. I love it. And Aaron, Aaron, Benward, hey, welcome. Is, hey, what's up? This is Aaron Benward and uh, this is the voice you're going to get when you hear A.B. 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 in the house. Benny and I've got this smirk on her face. That's awesome. So welcome to the Gratitude Cafe. And like I alluded earlier, you guys, this is the month of discovery. Discovery in music and your passion and your drive and how you started creating this beautiful festival. Um, Aaron, I'd love to jump in with you. Can you give us in the audience your background and, and how you got started? Sure. I, uh, I come from a long line of musicians and singers and songwriters. Uh, from my, grand, my late grandfather, who won the original Ted Max Amateur Hour. My grandpa Benward to Aww. my father, who was a longtime gospel singer. Uh, he sang all over the world and in front of many people like Billy Graham and others. And then uh, I followed his footsteps right out of high school. And actually, my dad and I began singing together as a family band, um, toured and had uh, ten number one songs in gospel music over the about an eight year period, and recorded four albums together, which was a fantastic. Fantastic time for me and learned so much from my dad, which is really cool these days. You don't often get to be an apprentice to your father. Mm. So I was afforded that luxury. And and then from there, I was able to, to branch out, spread my wings and fly and do, have have a solo career. And then on into country music, which is my most recent recording career that uh, garnered some, some pretty big hits back in the mid 2000s. And from that, that point on, I then continued into Las Vegas, where I currently have a, uh, a residency at Mandalay Bay Hotel every single Friday night where I bring a singer-songwriter show, which we'll talk about here in a little while, in regards to the Park City Songwriter Festival, uh, and currently writes and, and produced uh, music still to this day. So I've been a 
gosh, uh, 27 years. I'm 45, so 27 years in this music business, crazy music business. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so much, Aaron. And Ben, welcome, love. Can you give the audience and myself? Thank you. Yes. Let us know your backstory, please. Well, um, ironically, our backgrounds, at least in our early lives, are very similar. Um, and we laughed when we met each other about a year ago and realized just how similar some of our roots were. I grew up uh, right outside of Nashville, Tennessee, and my dad was also a gospel recording artist. He recorded albums with the London Philharmonic, and he was also a music minister and was a music minister at various uh, the old Southern revivals and also was with Phil, Billy Graham on some of these revival things. And so when I, so I grew up in the church uh, singing music and started literally singing solos in church in front of, you know, a room full of folks screaming hallelujah and amen when I was six years old. <laughs> um, and uh, by the age of 12, however, I realized that maybe rock and roll um, could get you more girls. And so I bought my first. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Truth be told. It took, it took oh. Aaron longer to figure that out than it did me. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Sure did. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so I bought my first bass out of uh, I mowed yards all summer in 1976. And uh, I bought my first bass out of a J.C. Penney catalog and wow. formed a little band. And we had that band all the way through middle school and high school. And, um, I just really enjoyed playing music, so I sang in the church, I sang in the church choir, I, I uh, sang at school and was in the school choir, and then I also had a rock band. So um, I went off to Vanderbilt University and was bound for uh, law school ultimately, but I started a band at Vanderbilt, and uh, we have been together for 35 years. Wow. We started in 1984. We, play a, well, we started playing jam band genre before there was a jam band genre. Um, and all over clubs in Nashville, Tennessee. And, um, but I, w I went off to law school. We kept Yeah, that that's where I was going to go hobby. with that. How did you go from, you know, trial law, trial attorney to the music industry or yeah. vice versa, so, right? Right. So I spent almost 30 years as a, as a trial lawyer trying um, large cases around the United States uh, for defective drugs and defective medical devices. Uh, while meantime, uh, still keeping my music connection going and playing music. And I, I retired a couple of years ago, and Anders Osborne, um, the uh, great singer-songwriter and international recording artist out of New Orleans, he and our, uh, our paths crossed um, through, uh, he and I are both, uh, have long-term sobriety, and we're both musicians. And so we got together as a result of sober channels, we would call it, and... Um, uh, we struck up a friendship and also a mutual desire to take our um, our learning and the development that we had had and the discovery, um, going to your theme here in September, the discovery that we could live a better life and still play our music mm. and um, that we might help others do the same. And so I am a, uh, I'm on the board of him for a foundation called Send Me a Friend Foundation. And... Through that, we began to um, uh, do uh, fundraisers and things to raise money for our foundation, which helps musicians who are on the road and, and those that are in touring acts around the road to, to send them sober companions to help them as they might be struggling with um, their uh, addiction to alcohol or drugs. And um, There's a big connection with that with the musicians, isn't there? I mean, so that's beautiful. That there you really can, is. Yeah. 
Um, and so that, that began that friendship, and then he and I formed a record label um, called Back on Domain Records. Uh, while at the same time I built a recording studio at my house here in Park City and had some musicians coming through there, and uh, all of a sudden I looked like I was smack dab in the middle of music, and then um, I became president of uh, a 501c3 here in Park City called Mountain Town Music, and we put on over 400 free concerts a year in the Summit County area, so that's Salt Lake area and the Park City area. So all of a sudden, my work on the Send Me a Friend board with Anders, our record label, plus the uh, working with Mountain Town Music led to me doing work with mine and Aaron's partner, Scooter Thompson, here at OP Rockwell and Rockwell Listing Room on Main Street in Park City. And Scott had met uh, Aaron through his work at Nashville Unplugged, and those two came over to my house. We went to my studio, we had lunch, and that was a little over a year ago, and we started to talk about a festival. And then Aaron started to bring his wonderful, wonderful show, Nashville Unplugged, this singer-songwriter series, monthly, to the Rockwell Listing Room, Scooter Thompson's uh, venue. Mm. And the the love and the takeaway from that was apparent very quickly. I like to say, you never go into a singer-songwriter round like Nashville Unplugged. Uh, you never leave the same person as when you came in. There's always some takeaway from your heart, your head. Um, there's a there's a transformation of, of on some spectrum that occurs when you are listening to these singer-songwriters like Aaron and some of the people that he brings to these stages about their songs and about the intimacy of an acoustic guitar and a beautiful voice mm. and three, three stalwarts up there collaborating with one another. There's just something that goes on um, biochemically, and emotionally. And synergistically. I mean, all of it, energetically, everything. So... And tapping into that and to be able to be in the audience when it's so raw and open like that, I can't imagine. And I'm, I'm not a singer. We don't want me singing, but I, I can imagine. And, I, you know, being in radio, you're, you're, you're out there. You're speaking your truth here. But being so raw and vulnerable, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it just seems so beautiful that you can be on stage and to sing your truth or your challenges and just... It just seems so beautiful. It really does. And guys, I want to remind the audience of what we're talking about here. It is the Park City Songwriter Festival. And um, later on, we're going to be giving two tickets to the event. So if you happen to be listening and you're in Park City or going, we were going, we're going to be two tickets away and we'll get to you in just a minute. So we were just um, talking to Ben. And Ben, thank you so much. Um, I want to jump over to Aaron a little bit before we go on break. And Aaron, talk to me about your passion and... That, you know, that, that evolution of how your music started with you. Well, you know, I, I think I was uh, a bit lucky to be able to have the lineage that I've had and the heritage I've had when it comes to music and then afforded the opportunity to go into the music business with my dad who already had an established career rather than starting on my own and trudging my way up the ranks, if you will. So. I definitely was uh, had a little bit of an advantage when it comes to that from that standpoint. But at the same time, you know, uh, as as we as I've grown as a, as a man and as a husband and as a father and a friend and all those things as as we discover ourselves as we grow, uh, you know, I think the journey of an artist is one that, if they're honest, is one that can be seen by the public, can be seen by the ones that are listening to their music and. You know, I've tried over the years. You know, of course, I've had a couple different, call myself 
some, I call myself the cat of the music business. I've had many lives in this crazy music business, from mm. Christian music to country music to some pop rock in between, and, and now currently writing for TV and film and things like that. So I've definitely ran a gamut of, you know, the career uh, artist, the career songwriter in the music business. But I think ultimately it's about the honesty of the craft. And I think what I mean by that, by those listening that were going, what's that mean? Is that, you know, every single day, my, my nine to five, my, my, my job, my, my tool belt, if you will, that I put on every day happens to have a guitar. It happens to have a notepad and a, and a pen or, or a laptop computer blank screen. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be able to create something from nothing. You know, every single time I, I go to write a song, um, it's, it's a creation and it's, it's a beautiful thing to be able to be a part of something that is divinely inspired at times to just, you know, uh, moments in life that you, that have happened that you hopefully honestly can have a, have a different type of take on or a perspective that maybe people have not seen or heard before. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully that song will, or a song in, in, in the course of the, your writing will intersect somebody in a way that will bring encouragement and love and hope and peace and joy and all the things that we're all striving, you know, in this life to gain more of. And, uh, that's kind of been my mantra as I've, as an artist for all these years. Um, of course, you know, <laughs> if you look at it from a strict, strict business standpoint, I, you know, I'm, I definitely am shooting at a target that's always moving, but also, the odds are stacked highly against me. I mean, I often use this example. I mean, a, a baseball player can fail seven out of ten times at, at the plate and, and bat three hundred and be a, and be a you know Hall of Famer. Man, if I if I was if I was successful of three out of every ten songs I wrote, man, I'd you know, I'd probably be at the house on the hill in Malibu. You know? <laughs> so it's just uh, it's just a, it's the love it's the love of the craft and love of, of the of the art that drives all of us songwriters to continue to do it because if we were to sit back and go, man, is this really worth it? Financially, sometimes you go, oh my gosh, we're the craziest people on the planet. Oh, I love that though. But it goes to the discovery and I love that inspiration and that little creating something from nothing because there's audience members out there. They're all walks of life, you know, and they're saying, well, how can I do that? And listening to your guys' story and I love that you said, Aaron, creating something from nothing and being able to step through that process, the fear, the perceptions, the, you know, there could be guilt, there could be all kinds of things that come up. But as an artist, is it that's part of what you want to come up through the music and your poetry and the art of, of the language of the, the songs? Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think yeah, I, and I just, you know, people listening are going, well, that's good for you. I'm not a songwriter. Well, you know, creating something from nothing can happen in any walk of life. I mean, you can be a mom of a brand uh, of a young toddler, and you're creating moments for your for your child that they will look back on and will be defining moments in their life. That's creating something from nothing, or mm. or your your desire to be an entrepreneur, and you're you're maybe caught in the in the in the nine to five, and you want to do something different. Well, that's creating something from nothing. We all we all are create creative beings, mm-hmm. and I think my my medium might be songs. Your medium might be pottery another person's medium might be like i said trying to create the most amazing you know childhood for their kids and i think i want to encourage everybody listening to that we all have that within us to strive to 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 go deep as you can to create things that cause people one to to have a better life and two for your own satisfaction in your in your soul Mm, and to be of service too you know 
And it, when you come from an authentic love of the craft, whatever that craft is for you, as Aaron's talking about audience, if you can come from a space, from a heart space and a love of the craft and being of service and um, taking the onus on not not focusing on yourself, but truly being of service, I think that is when the magic starts happening. Wouldn't you agree, Ben? I would. Yeah, ben, ben, yeah. Had, ben had something to say. Did yes, you have something please. To say? Oh. You know, what, what is being described by Aaron is, um, is so important to those who may not be able to write songs, may not play an instrument, but have an appreciation and love for music and can pass that on either to the next generation and say to a, a child, say to a, a young adult, hey, why don't you well, I encourage them to sit down and maybe take piano lessons, encourage them to go write a song, encourage them to, hey, you know, I still have stacks of paper where my kids would write songs and give them to me. And they were the funniest things, you know, uh, following a, a cat named Archibald, right? Yeah. It helped them to create. And then I would help them put a little music to that, right? And so just because you may not have a talent, you can always encourage that in someone else and perhaps inspire them. And that's one of the things I'm so impressed with Aaron. His voice and his playing and his songwriting are amazing things. But you could be an amazing songwriter and still not necessarily inspire people. He, his passion is what immediately attracted me and his love of music and love of the singer-songwriter. And I'm going to say this. He walks the walk and talks the talk. He's mm. a guy who he might not tell you this, but that has been all over this country working on a documentary that's still in the works where he interviews and goes and talks to singer-songwriters, the lost art of people who could actually make money in this world off just writing a song rather than, you know, being the, the person who's on stage, the, you know, the, the Beyonce and the Garth Brooks and those who, you know, go up and they, and they make the big money and they're, and they're wonderful. We love hearing them on the radio, but there's a story behind each one of those songs. And a lot of times it's some singer songwriter who you've never heard of who's written that song. And what Aaron showed me and opened my eyes to was, that intimacy that you get when you're in a room with someone who did create something from nothing and was inspired by something that they share in a story with you that you can take away. And there's nothing like live music, and there's nothing like what's behind the live music, which is the inspiration and the song that goes with it and somebody's story from their heart. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, and when we come back, Aaron, I want to talk a little bit because it sounds like this would be a great segue in what you do with National um, or National. National, too, but Nashville Unplugged, but also the festival as well. So we're going to take a quick break. And within that break, we've got some beautiful music for you guys to listen to. So Sue Lundquist here with the Gratitude Cafe. We'll be right back with Aaron and Ben and the Park City Songwriter Festival that's coming up. Sue Lundquist, we'll be right back. It's dirty on the surface Life can lose its perfect polish shine Sometimes It's crazy and it's reckless Takes us on a reckless rocket ride All right 
Well, let it rain on our parade. A little rain won't hurt a thing. It'll wash away the tarnish, leaving life bright and beautiful, beautiful. It's an empty canvas we paint. Beautiful, beautiful. With every breath, a chance to make it beautiful, beautiful. Just beyond the scars and scratches, burned out stars and empty glasses, the world is full of beautiful. It's finishing the journey. Hi, this is Dr. Joe Dispenza. I wanted to take a moment and let you know about a nonprofit organization called Give to Give. The Give to Give Foundation was created by a group of people who have studied my work or have participated in my workshops around the world. And by applying the principles of mind over matter and the mind-body connection, they've created outstanding changes in their lives or in their health, and they wanted to give back. The organization is dedicated to providing the proper resources to those people in need to gain the opportunity to learn exactly how to change their body or their lives. If you want to learn more about the Give to Give Foundation, or you know someone that needs help, or you simply want to make a donation, visit givetogive.com. Those who give don't always know how to love. Those who love always know how to give. Thank you. It's pouring rain. It's real dark outside. Your heart starts beating really, really fast. You've never done anything so hard in your life. This is boot camp. This is the real thing now. It's such extreme pain, you don't understand how you can finish. I began to feel that there was no way I was ever going to have my title, U.S. Marine. It takes special inner strength, courage, and desire to do this. I was just thinking, I'm so close. I'm so close. And when I, I finished, I was like, I'm done. I did it. The moment I will never forget is when this drill instructor that I admire so much comes up to me straight in front of me, put her arm on my shoulder and said, good morning, Marine. PFC Summer Volkman became a Marine. Can you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150. She's a high little number in her pickup truck. Daddy's sweet money done jacked it up. She's a party all nighter from South Carolina. A bad mama jammer from down in Alabama. She's a raging Cajun. A lunatic from Brunswick. Juicy Georgia Peach with a thick southern draw. Sexy swinging walls. Brother, she's all. Help me, girls, come on. Country shoot. From her cowboy boots to her down home roots. She's country. Oh, Benny, that's beautiful. Wow. He does an amazing job, right? 
Listen hey. to that guitar, mm. the voice. Ah, oh. well, welcome. I'm so, I'm just I'm all wrapped up in the music. Hang on here, Sue's coming back. Welcome to the Gratitude Cafe. We have got incredible founders um, joining us here today. And the month of September is about discovery. And um, I love when we were the before the uh, break, we were talking to Aaron and Ben, and Aaron was also saying creating something from nothing and the love of the craft that craft that creating something from nothing whether you're a songwriter a mother uh uh you creating pottery it's it's you in that self-discovery and trusting that new self and just exploring and having and having a really good time and great great gratitude towards yourself and the craft as well and during the break we um i got to talk to uh ben and aaron and I'm going to share, and I shared a little bit over the break, and I'm going to share now because I this this is going to be a great segue into um, what they're also doing at the Park City Songwriter Festival and being of service and supporting supporting people that are walking through trauma and other things in their lives. And I and at the break, I talked to Ben Anderson and Aaron Benward, and I was explaining to them. Over the last few years, um, I've been working through my trauma when, you know, young teen stuff. But I was telling them, and I love that this is music, because music to me is a new discovery. It's it's listening to the nuances of the words and the languages and the beat and how it's making me feel in my, in my body and my soul. And if it makes me dance or if it makes me cry, I can now hear it. And where I was going with this audience is because for so many years, I didn't hear the music, the language, and working through the trauma and all of that. Now I can hear the love of the craft, and I think that's a I I, I think that that's an important conversation. Ben, Aaron, who would like to jump in here, love? Go ahead, Aaron. Uh, well, I mean, I I, uh, I think that gosh, the love of the craft comes. I think speaking of discovery and just that whole theme and and just kind of what you're saying, I feel like. It's the most vulnerable point in our life to put ourselves out there, whether it is a discovery of a journey to wellness or a discovery of, you know, starting creating something from nothing as that has become a motif of this morning. Um, and, you know, but at the same time, once, once you actually take that courageous step and whatever that step might be for you in your journey at that moment, it, that that becomes the most rewarding moment I think uh, a lot of times in our life um, mm. because that's when change happens and I think change is obviously one of the most difficult things to do but yet the most important thing to do and sometimes a change can be a tweak or a change can be a a, a, a complete right turn or a turnaround <laughs> or a big old and, smack upside the head <laughs> yeah exactly so but but it, it all comes down to 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 the courage that it takes. Uh, for anyone to do that. Um, and I think that's that's a part of the journey and part of the process. Mm, it's an initiation. It's crossing that bridge of initiation. It's crossing that bridge through fear. It's crossing that bridge of change. Um, you know, our bodies, everything we've got, we're, we're in a habit of something, and now we feel that something needs to change, and we have to break that habit, right? Absolutely. And, oh, Yes, 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 yes. Uh, ben uh, and Aaron are joining us, and we are talking about uh, self-discovery, but even more, it's the journey of the artist and, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, 
they are launching Park City Songwriter Festival. And this this was a conversation you guys started a year ago. And there's three founders. Is that correct? That's correct. And that's Scott. Yes, that's Aaron Scott. and myself and, and Scott Thompson. But he's affectionately known as Scooter in these Scooter. parts. <laughs> Scooter Thompson. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. And he is with O.P. Rockwell. Is that correct? Yes, he is an owner of O.P. Rockwell and Rockwell Listening Room, which are two of the various venues. The Rockwell Listening Room is a beautiful space. It's a much like set up much like the Bluebird Cafe, um, and that's where Nashville Unplugged, where Aaron and uh, these amazing songwriters that he's brought into town once a month, that's where they play, and it's where myself and Luther Dickinson and Anders Osborne have played in acoustically in the round. Um, mm. Just a wonderful very comfortable space with couches and warm lighting and uh, artwork around the, you know, uh, reclaimed wood walls. It's just a wonderful space. And then when you're ready for something a little more dialed up, we go downstairs to the basement, and that's the big room where there's um, the, the O.P. Rockwell uh, room, and that's a bigger stage. It's about 450 people. And, um, our, our headliners on September 13 and September 14 here in Park City at the Songwriter Festival They'll be playing down on on that stage at O.P. Rockwell, um, as well as down the street at the ca- the new cabin um, in their new space. So oh. a lot of good music going on on September 13 and 14. I mean, we're talking 50 artists with um, with 28 top 20s, um, with um, seven songs a year, 17 Grammy wins, 60 number one songs, 73 top tens. We have multiple Hall of Fame writers. Uh, we also, I mean, we have yeah, multiple Country Music Association awards, uh, Academy, of, Academy of Country Music awards. We even have the uh, songwriter, one of the songwriters of the century, even Stevens, performing. So this is some serious award-winning talent, and across, um, you know, their resumes collectively, these are these are folks that have written a lot of great songs that we've all heard, but we haven't known that these are the people doing it. And kind of going back to what you were saying at the beginning of this, after the break is you know getting in touch with that and hearing that for hearing maybe some of these songs for the first time or hearing this form of music for the first time there's something that goes on you know the pleasure centers of our brain uh whether it's music or food or intimacy or seeing a painting or a sunrise there's a mm-hmm. lot of similarities in those pleasure centers but unlike eating a maybe a piece of chocolate cake or uh, you know a wonderful salad or whatever the case may be <laughs> with music it also moves to the front part of our brain as well and it helps us to process words and language and emotions that are on a different level that actually create discovery and create transformation and create new journeys for us and um you know i don't think that we're overstating it to say that the simplicity of a songwriter with an acoustic guitar or a piano or just sitting in front of you, opening up themselves to you. If uh, oftentimes you feel like they are, that that's you up there telling your story or they're telling your story um, or your, or your spouse's or your child's story. And uh, it's an important part. Live music is an important part of what we do. When people get in the car, they usually do two things. One of two things, cut on the radio or get on the phone. Right. <laughs> Hopefully and, it's the radio um, or music. I <laughs> sure hope so. And, and so disclaimer that, that for music, those listening. Yes. Please yeah, continue. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so yeah, so we it's a part of our lives and to delve deeper into that is what we seek to do here among other things with the Songwriter Festival. 
And the Songwriter Festival, I'm going to remind the audience, is taking a place in, of course, the best small city in America. And it is yeah. Park City Songwriter Festival, September 13th and 14th. It's literally right around the corner. So if you guys are uh, traveling in or you're listening from Park City, you can go to Eventbrite and just look up Park City Songwriter Festival tickets. Uh, what's the website? Do you guys have a website that we can send them to? Is it the same? Park, yeah, parkcitysongwriterfestival.com. Perfect. And, and we are also on Facebook. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Perfect. Um, at, at Park City Songwriter Fest. Park City Songwriter Fest or Festival? Yes. Okay, Fest. fest. Okay. But Audience, if you put in the whole thing, it'll pull it it'll up. It'll pull it up, yeah. So you guys can Google it. You can Facebook it. Park City Songwriter Festival. So what we have been talking about, and yes, of course, the theme is discovery, and that's the, the month theme. But how beautiful is this to have these incredible artisans on the radio talking about their journey and inspiring, at least that's my intention, to inspire you and to give you that new perspective, bring in new thoughts and new ideas to you. Maybe you've got a daughter or a son or a cousin that, you know, somebody in your life that is really passionate about music and something really deep in their soul. And this would be an incredible opportunity. Um there is also a nonprofit that is going to be with the um, Park City Songwriter Festival. Ben, did you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, that would be great. Thank you so much. Yes, so, please. So as I mentioned earlier in the hour, um, I um, am on a uh, 501c3 board out of New Orleans called Send Me a Friend Foundation. The great Anders Osborne, the, the wonderful New Orleans musician, when he was in his early recovery um, uh, struggling with, you know, a dual diagnosis of mental illness as well as drug addiction and alcohol addiction. Um, in his early recovery, he needed to return to the road and perform his craft. And a lot of the people around him were saying, you know, you can't go back to your old haunt. You really, you know, you need to stay in a safe place, sober people, sober places. And he said, well, I've got a family to feed, and the road is what I know. I write songs, I do albums, and I go on the road, and that's how I make money. I don't know anything else. It's all I've done for three decades of my life. And so he did it, um, but when he was out there on the road, he really wanted, uh, he just needed a friend. He was white-knuckling it. He was having a lot of tough times, so he wrote a song called Send Me a Friend. Mm. And that was a, a plaintive plea, if you will, for someone to be there with him, a, a sober companion, someone who knew what he was going through. So that before, during, and after a show, he would have someone to have a cup of coffee with and just talk to about things. So that led to um, him actually having some people who came and stood at shows with him, uh, a couple of very, very large human beings from his home group down in New Orleans who would come to Tipitina's and, and the Maple Leaf, and they would mm. stand on the side of the stage making sure that he felt protective, felt, felt that he uh, was love. anchored yeah. and had someone. So. So he reached out to Bill Taylor, who founded uh, Tipitina's Foundation and the Trombone Shorty Foundation, and said, let's start a 501c3 because I can't be the only musician out there who has these issues. So that was only a few years ago. Now what we have done is we have over 4,000 quote-unquote friends who have long-term sobriety, who have signed up through our program to be available so that when we get calls from road managers or musicians and they are touring anywhere around the country, um, and they reach us and say, hey, our drummer could really use someone in 
um, Sun Valley, Idaho, and San Francisco and Seattle, when they're doing a tour, can you please have someone available in those cities as a sober companion for him or her? Um, then we are, go about the business of sending those out. And so Send Me a Friend is, uh, we feel, doing a great job. We just want to make it even bigger um, in terms of being able to help musicians who are on the road. But we are losing a lot of musicians and a lot of others in our society to suicide and um, loss of their jobs, loss of their lives, uh, loss of their income, loss of relationships due to substance abuse and mental illness. And so we wanted to expand our role at Send Me a Friend to include mental illness. So we've embarked on a, a groundbreaking new study with, the, with Tulane University in trying to study real rates of suicide, suicidal ideation, mental illness substance abuse in the music community so that we can, A, uh, have real data, B, raise awareness for this, and raise more funds to be able to try to provide more resources. So through Send Me a Friend, we've, we've um, now partnered with the Grammys uh, Music Cares Foundation. Harold Owens is a senior medical director for Music Cares. They provide uh, for the music industry medical care, mental illness care, as well as rehabilitation, reimbursement to try to get people into recovery. And Harold has worked with everybody from Joe Walsh and Macklemore to Ivan Neville and Anders Osborne and many others. And so he will actually be at our festival giving a workshop with the great Paul Owens, who's also in long-term recovery. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Paul Williams. And Paul Williams is the president of ASCAP, and he's a multiple Grammy Award winner, and we may remember him from you know, back in and on shows like Love Boat and Hollywood Squares. And, you <laughs> oh, know, my he, gosh, he, yeah. He wrote Evergreen and uh, Rainbow Connection. Uh, oh, you know, wow. He wrote for the first Star is Born. He's just an amazing individual. So you'll have Harold from from uh, the Grammys and Music Cares talking with, with uh, Paul Williams about their journey. And then we will have, um, uh, you know, a, that that's part of a, what we call a sober life shop for those who are interested and um, and then my, myself, I will be sharing my story, and Anders will be as well. And, and then um, as Aaron, Aaron has uh, and the amazing, amazing group of singer-songwriters that he's brought to the table, a number of them are uh, in recovery and will be able to share their stories as they play their songs. And then a portion of our proceeds goes to benefit Send Me a Friend Foundation. And um, we're at sendmeafriendfoundation.org. Um, uh, um, and, um, you know, we appreciate the love and support on that. We just, we want to make sure that two things, there's a lot of people who go and enjoy live music. Some of those can, can drink safely and some of them cannot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are trying to provide an environment where, although we have different types of people in the audience, when it comes to what they can, um, safely ingest, they all share a love of music and we want people to feel comfortable whether they enjoy uh, a glass of whiskey and, or whether they can't to be in the same room. And um, so our sponsors are working very hard to create some beautiful um, mocktails, um, non-alcoholic uh, awesome. drinks. But for, but for this event, they're calling them rocktails, which I think <laughs> is just awesome. That's um, great. So, so that people at the venues will feel comfortable and not just have Coke and Diet Coke and water as their alternative to wine, beer, and liquor. And um, so, but we want to make sure that it's, we're honoring the singer-songwriters, whether they drink or they don't, and we're honoring you know, the audience members who love that, whether they drink or they don't. But we also want to say we realize there's a real need in our... Oh, where'd you go? Ben, did I lose you, babe? 
Uh oh, Ben. Oh, no. Ben. Oh, no. No. Where'd he go? Aaron. Oh, no, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) I'll try him back. I'll try him back. Yeah, we'll get him back. All right, guys. So, (laughs) yes, that was Ben Anderson, and he was so graciously telling us about his nonprofit. And the profit, the nonprofit that will be benefiting or getting benefit for the Park City Songwriter Festival that is coming up September 13th and 14th in the best small city in America, Park. That would be Park City. And sendmeafriend.org is the nonprofit that he's been talking about. And it's absolutely beautiful for songwriters and musicians across the nation that are traveling and quite honestly need a friend and somebody to uh, help help facilitate that safety and that love and that comfort so they can go on stage and share their craft and and create that journey of the artist and to... Um, uh, inspire the honesty of the craft. So sendmeafriend.org is the nonprofit. We have been talking uh, the last 40 some odd minutes about the Park City Songwriter Festival. Again, it's September 13th and 14th. We have two lovely men, Ben Anderson and Aaron Benward on, and they are the creators with Scott Thompson, well, affectionately called Scooter, And they are three co-founders of this specific event. I want to give you guys a little bit of background. Well, um, some. I got Ben back, too. Oh, you did get Ben back. Okay. Um, Also, you guys. Hi, Ben. (laughs) Hang on, love. Just a sec. Uh, Eventbrite Park City Songwriters Festival. You can do that. Honestly, you guys can Google. It's also on Facebook, Park City Songwriter Fest. Uh, It is September 13th and 14th. And Benny, my lovely producer, reminded me that we have two tickets. One caller. The first caller that's going to call will get a ticket. It's a festival ticket. You can bring a friend. Now, this is tickets to the event. So if you're going to be in Park City, if you're already there, this is the ticket for you. So you're welcome to call 1-888-298-5569, 1-888-298-5569, or locally here, 425-373-5527. And we would love to get you uh, two tickets, uh, festival tickets to the event in Park City. It, gosh, that is that already next week, boys? It's in yeah, t- it is. Oh, it's Friday. Goodness yeah. gracious. On the corner. Wow. All right, so I, you know, and I have to do a shout out to Miss Carla Olson who has brought this um, all together and made this all possible because this has been an absolutely beautiful eye opening. Um, incredible radio show. So Carla Olson, uh, she's the VP or VIP concierge to all of this. Is that correct? I want to make sure I have she all is, the li- Okay. She is a rock star in her own right. <laughs> she, she is. is. Amazing. Yeah, she, she is. She's been wonderful for our team, and people in this town love her, and she's so passionate about everything she does. Um, and and uh, to have her be one of our huge ambassadors and a big part of our team here is just amazing. So, yeah, she is she is uh, w- one of many people, but certainly a, a, a leader of, of the uh, the energy and the passion around this festival. So, yeah, we huge, huge thanks and kudos to Carla. Yeah. Thank you very much. So I have a question for you. What's going to happen with this in 10 to 20 years? This being the Park City Songwriter Festival. Where do you guys see this going? Great question. They're going to roll me up in a wheelchair. <laughs> Aaron's, Aaron's going to, you know, hand, hand me a, a, a rock tail, and I'll hand him a cocktail, and we'll sit back and watch the young ones do their thing. I want to be there, too. I want to be there dancing and feeling. 
Well, I think, I think one of the things I love to, to, to kind of portray and let make, make sure people know since we're just around the corner is kind of what to expect. And yes. you know, oftentimes in, in festivals, uh, Ben just mentioned going to Lockin Festival. I mean, you, you get out there and you're among, you know, tens of thousands of people in a big field with a huge stage and lights and sound. And, and the experience of that can be just invigorating and an absolute blast. Um, our experience is the complete opposite. Our experience is one that you, you you pull the smoke and the mirrors away and you you pull all of the, the layers at, of production away from the standpoint of how big it can be and how loud it can be to a scenario where there's three storytellers, three troubadours, I like to call them, on stools with their guitars telling the stories behind the songs, the hit songs you know and love, from the guy who wrote Friends in Low Places for Garth Brooks to the guy who wrote We're in This Love Together, Hall of Famer for Al Jarreau to... You know, well, you played it at our break, She's Country, which was the most played song of the year just a few years back, a number one song in country music. And uh, for Jason Aldean, uh, you know, to the newest, hottest, youngest songwriters coming out of Nashville that are blowing up the, the charts right now that you may not know of and their songs yet, but you will. We have all, as well as fantastic local, regional singer-songwriters uh, there in near Park City and Salt Lake City area. Uh, so... Uh, Four or five venues walking along historic Main Street, you'll hear uh, songs, acoustic guitar, and a, and a fantastic singer-songwriter coming through the through the door out into the street. And, and as you meander in and experience these fantastic stories and songs, and you'll never be the same. I can promise you that. For the last ten years, I've been doing I will probably seventy shows a year or more. Uh, we're approaching a thousand different songwriter shows here in my career. And I can tell you without fail, uh, 10 out of 10 times, people walk away going, man, that was the coolest experience I've ever had. Because it's different, because it's one you don't normally get. And so the Park City Songwriter Festival is all about that. It's all about walking in and experiencing the song and the story, the life, what went into it, why it was, why it was there. And you know, oftentimes we think just because we hear a song on the radio that that person is the one that wrote the song. And oftentimes it's somebody who's lived that song who then wrote that song so that that artist could then sing that song. And that's what the Park City Songwriter Festival is all about. And, and I, if I could just add to that, in addition to the singer-songwriter round, um, which will have you know, three to a stage, four stages going on at any given time, and we'll have multiple rounds like that, we also have uh, Mountain Town Music. I told you the board that I'm associated with here locally. We are sponsoring, along with ASCAP, uh, some amazing workshops on Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We have oh. uh, the great Paul. We have the great Paul Worley, um, and uh, former VP of Sony. And we have uh, Judy Stakey and Jonathan Watkins. And Judy was the former. Um, what would the Judy and Jonathan were? What were they? Aaron again? Yeah. So Judy Stakey was a former VP of of Warner Chapel. She discovered people like Cheryl Crow, Gavin DeGraw, uh, and then Jason, uh, Jonathan Watkins is the former head of MGM Music Supervision for many many films and and TV shows that people love. Wow. So wow. they're going to be giving three hours of information on how to write a song, how to get my song into movies and TV, and, you know, pearls of wisdom from, you know, these industry stalwarts who will talk to you about, you know, making money in the new era and how the music business has changed, but how singer-songwriters can still get their music out there. And with wonderful Q&As and people to have a chance to interact with some industry stalwarts. I mean, these are... These are people that, uh, you know, you wouldn't normally be able to, uh, you know, even uh, find them, much less be able to just sit around and talk to them. So 
we're excited about that. We also have an under 21 stage where we're going to have what? our singer songwriters from middle school and yeah, oh. and high school. Uh, an amazing singer songwriter, Steve Seskin, did a pivot in his wonderful music career a few years ago and decided he would go into schools all across America and teach kids how to write songs and also talk to them about anti bullying and you know, treating people with respect, mm. and so weave in some wonderful moral and social issues with teaching elementary kids how to write songs, and he's going to do that all week in our schools in, right in the Park City area, and then Saturday morning he'll be there to talk to their older brothers and sisters and teach them how to write a song um, and talk to them about some of these issues. So we're excited oh. about our workshop big time, uh, in addition to the singer-songwriters, and then, you know, every evening we're going to dial it up. We've got Anders Osborne and the great Chad Cromwell and the North Mississippi All-Stars, Mark Broussard, John Popper from Blues Travelers. So at the end of the night, after having these wonderful intimate settings, we will have, uh, we'll turn it up and go electric and so that people can get their yayas out after sitting down and hearing some <laughs> Hey, that's my, that. I say that. I got to get my yayas out. I love <laughs> it. Bet. Oh, so wow. Something for everybody, we hope. It is something for everything or something for everybody. Best small city in America, you guys. Park City, September 13th and 14th. Please go to Park City Songwriter Festival. You can find uh, tickets and information on Eventbrite, Park City Songwriters. Google them. The nonprofit SendMeAFriendFoundation.org that is national and helping those musicians and those uh, songwriters that really need the love and support. SendMeAFriend.org will also be a part of and benefiting uh, with Park City Songwriter Festival. We are going to wrap it up because Benny and I want to end the show a little bit early so you guys can hear some more music. Now, is this from Aaron as yeah. well? It, okay. Chuck, yeah! Okay, hang on, hang Woo! on. Woo-hoo! So, Aaron <laughs> Benward and Ben Anderson, it, it truly has been an absolute delight to sit and have, you know, morning coffee with you this morning and talk about Park City Songwriter Festival. I'm excited for the next 10, 20 years for you. I'm excited that you have found your passion. I am soulfully, heartfully, you're changing lives. Keep doing it. Keep shining your light. Keep shining your light for so many people so they can walk and have their experience. Thank you so much for showing up in this big, bold world for us and kids and everybody else. Um, thank you for coming on to the Gratitude Cafe. Again, reminding all of you, please go to Park City Songwriter Festival. It's September 13th and 14th. Go to Eventbrite for Park City, and we are going to end it now with some music. Hit it, Benny. Pumping on my iPod, pumping on the subs in the back of my crew cab. Redneck rocking like a rock star, sling a little mud off the back, we can do that. Friday night football, Saturday last call, Sunday hallelujah. If you like it up loud and you hear it really proud and you know what I'm talking about, let me hear you say, truck, yeah, gonna get jacked up, yeah, let's crank it on up, yeah. With a little bit of luck, I can find girl with a truck. Say, truck, yeah. Well, I party in the club is a 
honky tonk downtown. Yeah, that's where we like to hang out. Chilling in a back room, hanging with my whole crew, sipping on a cold brew. Hey now, got a mixed up playlist. DJ, play this. I wanna hear a country song. If you like it up loud and you're here for the crowd, throw your hands up, let me hear you shout. Truck, yeah, gonna get jacked up, yeah.